Welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 328. Um, my name's Kellen. Today we're talking about Bhakti Yoga and Trump. Trump. Trump came up with a social media platform. I don't know if he built it. We're going to investigate it today. We're going to get to the bottom of this. It's called Truth Social. And apparently it got hacked and also went up 400% or 800%. I don't really know what's going on. But the point um, that I'm trying to make this morning is uh, when I say the word Trump, you're going to have a visceral response. Usually people have a response one way or another. And I want to get to the meta behind that. Um, the point being, before we dive into talking about Trump at length, I want you to take whatever reaction you have to him and understand that, uh, look, it's like a toilet in, a, in an art gallery. What? That doesn't make any sense, Kellen. We're talking about a toilet in art gallery. So the person that puts the toilet in the art gallery, the artist, knows that when people walk into the art gallery, they're going to go, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. A toilet. How much is this guy getting paid? And they're freaking out, right? They're freaking out. And guess what? They're talking about the toilet in the art gallery. And then they go home and they're like, can you imagine they put a toilet? Like, hello, stupid. Like, you're getting played. Don't you see? You are getting played. Now, the person who put the toilet in the art gallery probably has 30 years of art experience. They've done a bunch of incredible things. They've lived art. They were homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's this incredible story. Like, when you dive into why that ended up in the art gallery next to the Rembrandt, um, it will start to make more sense to you, most likely. But the idea that, you know, people have a visceral response to something, this is advertising 101. 101, which is to say, if I can get you talking about me, that's free advertising. And nobody did it better than Trump. He just did a really good job at that. You can hate that guy from here to the moon. You can love that guy from here to the moon. But you don't really hear, like, when people were talking about Jeb Bush, people didn't go, oh, Jeb Bush, and start freaking out, right? And democracy, oh, bless you, democracy. At the end of the day, it's a popularity contest, and you only need 50%, um, so many times much less than that because not everyone votes. And so the point is uh, that before we dive into Trump and Trump's social media uh, campaigns and his little um, this thing that he's doing, True Social, um, I can't have an informed political argument about the nuances of Trump's policies because I live in the world of advertising, okay? This is what I do for a living. I watch political shows. I read some political articles. But I would have to dedicate my entire life to politics to be able to have the level of conversation that is worthy, you know, in terms of a national debate on a given social issue. I've got my opinions, and that's fine. But the point that I can make fervently is that uh, Trump – is incredibly good at getting people to talk about him as evidenced by the fact that I am doing it right now. So we're going to dive into Trump's uh, social media platform. It's called Truth Social. Try to understand uh, all that. Um, the rise of Parler, if you're unfamiliar with Parler, conservative social media platform that got a ton of growth um, when uh, Trump was banned from Twitter. And uh, as many people on the right are seeing Facebook and Twitter as largely leftist organizations, you can debate that until you're blue in the face. 
Um, but uh, yeah, there definitely is that sentiment out there in the world. Our first article from USA Today, Donald Trump's social media platform hacked just hours after it was announced. This is a, a little bit old. It's October 22nd. Hackers gained access to private version of former President uh, Donald Trump's recently announced social media platform and posted images of defecating pigs, expletives, and more. So, yes, obviously people have very strong feelings about this stuff. You know, what I find interesting about this is um, you've got these hackers that are coming into this platform and showing a vulnerability in it. They're, they're putting this, this um, whatever, this pig's stuff. Um, I find it fascinating that those that oppose can promote. Those that oppose can promote. It's, um, what is it? Uh, all PR is good PR, is the old saying. Which basically means, look, the people that hacked into this version of Trump's um, social media platform and posted defecating pigs, expletives, and more, um, I think the general idea was, hey, look, it's not as strong as they think it is. They're trying to show weakness. But the reality is that it does multiple things. It's complicated. It's like everything else in this life. Um, they go in there, they do that. And then here I am talking about it on my show. And there are tens of thousands of other people talking about it on their show. And again, Trump doing what Trump does because he's so incendiary. He gets people talking about them because it's an interesting um, and engaging content piece of content. So here he goes, you know, and so the people that did this, I wonder if they think about the ramifications all the way through, if that makes sense, how it ultimately uh, leads to uh, the promotion of his social media platform by way of it being an interesting article. The hackers affiliated with the hacking collective Anonymous, this from USA Today again, told the New York Times that the move was part of their online war against hate. So there you go. Um, there's a line in the movie called The Secret, which I think is interesting, where um, there's a huge difference between an anti-hate rally and a pro-peace rally. Um, it's the old... Um, thing you've heard before where people say, don't think about a pink elephant. Don't think about a pink elephant. Don't think about a pink elephant. And then you're thinking about a pink elephant. Um, same thing with anti-hate, hate, hate, right? It's no, it's, you got to focus on love, right? And it, it's got to be a pro-love movement. It has to be a pro-love movement. Do you understand? So it's, it's unsurprising to me that an anti-hate movement would actually lead to the promotion of, um, these particular uh, platforms when it's the opposite of obviously what they intended. So within your own mind, just make sure to be cognizant of the fact that if you're choosing a word to think about uh, the word itself, even if you're trying to do the opposite of it uh, has power. Anti-hate and love are two very different things. So anyway, these folks used a fake account. It was called Donald J. Trump. They posted photos of these pigs, wrote profane rants against Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey. Uh, okay. Interesting. Um, and former Trump advisor, Steve Bannon, da, 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 da. Uh, quote, we had a fun time trolling it to high heaven, said Aubrey Cottle, a hacker affiliated with Anonymous. She told that to the um, New York Times. So hackers um, obviously wield a lot of power in our culture today. And it uh, just goes to show that uh, these people um, in regards to politics have a voice. But ultimately, again, if you're going to fight against something that you don't like, you need to be aware of the news machine. You need to be aware of the news machine and its ultimate effect on um, whether or not the thing that you're fighting against is being promoted. CNBC.com, next article, Trump Media SPAC stock doubles 
bringing two-day gains to 800% in retail trading frenzy. So this is absolutely wild. Digital World Acquisition Corp, the uh, SPAC that is taking former President Trump's planned social media platform public sword Friday following a massive rally in the previous session. So 800%. Um, look, the I don't want to admit um, that uh, we are as divided as we seem, um, at least from you know American standpoint. Uh, what's important, we, you, I'll put it to you this way. You could argue that the human body is divided. You could say, ah, you got this left leg, you got this right leg, and uh, the left leg is uh, getting more attention. I don't know. Like if you're like a martial artist, like you're kicking with the right leg more or whatever. Balance obviously is, is the goal, but it takes both sides uh, to move forward. You put the weight on the left, you put the right weight on the right. What's fascinating is although the seat of power moves um, to the left, say now, um, Biden as president, et cetera, um, you still end up with this shifting of the weight. Um, I'm a martial artist, so I can't help talking about um, politics in these terms, but there are different stances, right? There's a front stance where the majority of your weight is on, let's say the right leg, but there's still some weight on the left leg. And the weight that you put onto that other leg is incredibly important if you put all of, all of your weight onto one leg, that leg tires incredibly quickly. Um, and so it is not surprising to me in the least that our political system moves almost like a martial artist in a fight um, or a dancer, um, someone doing Tai Chi, whatever. You can pick your um, physical attribute, runner, doesn't matter. Um, point being that uh, this 800% jump is the kind of thing that makes a lot of sense when you're not in power. Um, which is to say that if Trump, I think, had been reelected for a second term and he had launched a social media platform, I'm not sure if there would have been as much fervor about it as there currently is, because um, when uh, your team has lost, sometimes that can rally a lot more interest and people get really excited about it. Um, and, uh, you know, there's probably like a reelect, I'm sure there's a reelect Trump uh, movement. And uh, these sorts of people are happy to invest in um, a social media platform that they believe is more equitable, more fair. So the SPAC, which trades under the ticket DWAC, this from CNBC.com again, on the NASDAQ skyrocketed 284% at one point and closed up 107% at $94 a share. Trading in the stock was halted due to volatility multiple times. Friday's rally brought the SPAC's two-day gains to more than 8 hundred percent that is absolutely wild in addition funware which is the advertising startup that um, was involved with trump's 2020 re-election campaign also rallied 471 percent things are going absolutely nuts right now i'm I, i'm reminded almost of um the dot-com craze it feels very similar what we're seeing in crypto and what we're seeing in um items like this where you know where people's passion lies we've seen these massive massive jumps Let's go to abcnews.go.com. True Social could provide Trump with infusion of cash, but critics are concerned about its content. Well, of course they are. True Social, the social media app announced Wednesday by former President Trump, could provide the former president with a substantial infusion of cash, but critics also warn it could create a new platform for the spread of misinformation. Um, I'll put it to you this way. Um, there was this thing once, once upon a time called Google+. And the notion behind Google Plus was, come on, people who want to do search engine optimization, it's totally fine. 
you can do whatever you want. Um, and it became a spam farm immediately. Um, it's the same thing that occurs when a new teacher walks into a classroom and goes, oh, I remember being a student. We're not going to have the same dumb rules I had when I was a student. We're going to let everyone just make whatever choice they want. And then you quickly realize that it, it divulges into just absolute anarchy and chaos and that structure is incredibly important and that you can actually create a lot of freedom through structure and that ultimately someone needs to be the regulator. Um, someone's going to take that leadership role. Someone is going to decide how far is too far. Um, and so when it comes to a platform like this, I, I can tell you the future. Uh, there is going to be an article that talks about that first censorship, that first bit of like, okay, no, it's not all right for you to threaten to kill someone on our platform and, and plot somebody's murder. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be that horrifying thing that occurs on this platform. They are going to moderate it. And then ultimately uh, you're going to have um, these people go, ah, this is ridiculous. This isn't what we want. And people will take sides and whatever. But uh, the truth is that um, ultimately uh, you have to have a referee of some sort. Now, that's different than the branding. So literally truth, whatever, whatever this is called, um, true social, um, that's just branding. That's just three syllables um, to try to get people to sign up to the platform. And look, um, I'm not going to argue with, with conservatives who believe that, um, that uh, Dorsey and Zuckerberg are you know, censoring their voices. And uh, I'm not going to argue with liberals who believe that um, that it, what they're, these platforms are doing is, uh, a just cause. You see what I'm saying? Um, for me, uh, it is important. I mean, to take a case by case basis, uh, I don't want to look at, um, blanket generalizations of this stuff. Um, all I see is some people getting very rich and this is important to understand. Um, that's where my head's at. Like there's a lot of money in this right now. And I think if you don't like a social media platform, just get off of it. Um, but I have my limits too, you know? So if a social platform facilitates violence, it's not okay with me. So Facebook, for example, um, with the, the leaked uh, memos from Francis Haugen, the whistleblower, um, talking about how they just aren't um, actioning a lot of uh, violence on the platform. If people are getting hurt and they aren't doing a good job as a referee, they need to be held accountable for that. But again, a case by case basis. Um, let's take a look at the Wikipedia article for True Social. It is only a proposed social media platform. Apparently, it's going to be launched in November of 2021 and a full, oh, it's got a limited launch in the Apple App Store in November and a full public launch in 2022. So after being, look, this is exactly my point. After being banned from Facebook and Twitter in 2021, Trump proposed a new social media platform. I've said this a million times. I mean, this idea that Facebook is somehow this incredible technology that no one could possibly replicate is ridiculous. It's it's pictures and photos and links. It's just the internet. It's just a website. And uh, the real difficult thing to do is users. It's not the technology. You can go build something that's like Facebook. It's not that hard. The technology has been around forever. Um, that What's really hard is getting a million people onto it because these social media platforms don't mean anything. They have no value until there's a community there. And uh, Trump just brings a community with him. So the second he got banned from Facebook and Twitter, I thought to myself, man, this is only a period of time before that entire tribe just gets up and leaves. And then you got to wonder 
is it better? And this is from a liberal perspective. I'll take the conservative perspective in a second. Um, if you are a Democrat and and you really look at it, is it better to have those folks together um, on, say, a Facebook or a Twitter where everyone's in the same room and talking and it's not not well, it's still pretty bubbly, but at least there's some cross there uh, dialogue. Um, or is it better just to have a complete bifurcation, completely different um, world? Shout out to Brad Hess. He's my good friend. He's he's in chat. If you want to join us for the live, so youtube.com forward slash send it rising, youtube.com forward slash send it rising. There's a little chat box in the upper right hand corner. You can write whatever you want and, uh, and I will respond to you on the show live. Uh, for those of you listening to us on iTunes and Spotify and all the other podcast platforms, thank you so much. We do not have an account to the other one. Let's think about the sociological and psychological ramifications of that. Um, I mean, that could be really rough, don't you think? Um, where folks literally are not even um, talking to each other. So I'm not I'm not convinced that separate websites is better. But ultimately, it's it's their choice, and this is the natural um, unfolding of these sorts of communities. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Do you think uh, it's worth investing in this from an investment perspective? Um, are you viscerally opposed to this idea? Uh, do you believe that Facebook and Twitter um, are acting more in a left-leaning fashion? Do you think they are being centrists? Um, are they being good referees? Yes or no? Um, what do you think about this platform? Do you think it's going to absolutely um, just be a dumpster fire of misinformation? Um, or is it going to be a place where people can actually have legitimate conversations without fear of censorship or both? Let me know in the comments, youtube.com forward slash send it rising. Thank you for swinging by the show today. I genuinely appreciate it. And we will see you for the next episode. Bye for now.